It was time to come home from our holiday cottage yesterday and obligingly, Joshua stayed asleep in bed, while we packed and tidied up. So the last job was to get Joshua up and dressed, then get everyone in the car. He was happy as I dressed him but as he came downstairs to get his boots on, that happiness went up a gear, and he became giddy. He kept jumping up while I was trying to get his boots on and he was talking loudly and quickly. I handed him over to his dad who was waiting outside, to help him into the car and warned him be careful, he is very giddy. We locked the door behind us and set off, grateful for the happy Easter that we had enjoyed there and wondering, when we might get back next. It had not been five minutes into the journey, when, unsurprisingly, Joshua began fitting in the front passenger seat. I reached forward from behind him and supported his head so that it did not bang on the car door. I watched the car clock, as it counted from 11.20 up to 11.25 but the seizures still had a tight grip of Joshua. We pulled into a cafe car park, where I leapt out and gave him his emergency medication, buccal midazolam. We then emptied the back seat of bags and swapped Joshua around so that we could snuggle in the back seat together all the way home. Joshua soon stopped fitting, the anesthetic did its job, but he was left drooling, with a gray complexion, with cold but clammy hands and staring eyes, which refused to close. He remained that way for the entire 150-minute journey home. He was delighted to be home, but was still wobbly as we helped him inside the house, where he immediately wanted to lie down on the settee, even though he did not sleep. He was restless for the rest of the day, not sure where to put himself. He was lying in the snug, under a fleecy blanket, when he got a big surprise, that was clearly the highlight of his day, and walked his aunt and cousin to stay over. Joshua was delighted and kept giving them a thumbs up and a big grin, in disbelief that they were in his home. I fed Joshua his evening meal on the settee and he ate slowly, but he did finish it all. Then I began making our meal, asking our visitors to lay the table, mum and dad's old kitchen table, for our Mexican feast of fajitas and nachos. As soon as we sat down to eat, Joshua hovered around me, sticking his face close to mine and ruffling my hair. I thought that he wanted attention, but it turned out that he wanted to join the party, as when I stood up to check on the pudding in the oven, he nipped into my seat at the table. So I finished my fajitas on the settee, as he had taken my place. Joshua was reluctant to go to stay in bed, he was happy enough to go upstairs to get into his PJs and to have his evening medication, but he kept coming downstairs again, aware that he was missing a party. On the fourth time of putting him back in bed, I decided that I would snuggle in next to him. It was clear that after the seizures and emergency medicine, he did not want to be left alone. So at around 10.30 p.m., we all went to bed as everyone agreed that they were tired too. We proceeded to have a restless night, with Joshua up every hour or so, to either swap beds and one time he insisted on going downstairs for some Bix. We had a tussle on the stairs, with me reminding him that he had already had some Weetabix for supper, but he was insistent and of course, he won. So I expect him to be exhausted later today, while his aunt and cousin are in charge of him, their morning at least should be quiet. Hopefully the silver lining is that he has got seizures and emergency medication out of the way for us, rather than for our guest carers.